You told my friend she was ugly when she is ugly. for some new insight on the whole pandemic situation. CNN's doing pretty good. They've got Sanjay Gupta, who's eye candy, so you never really get sick of him. Plus, he just seems like a really chill, cool guy. Level-headed, cool. Dr. Drew, he's a little bit of like a, a star fucker, so he's, you know, anytime an envelope is being opened, Dr. Drew's there. I'm not mad at him. I like Dr. Drew. Fox News, I saw Dr. Phil... <laughs> on Fox News the other day. Don't judge me. I watch all all outlets for the entertainment aspect. But when I saw Dr. Phil going on about how the coronavirus, like, kids die in swimming pools. Hundreds of thousands of kids die in swimming pools every year. That's not a pandemic. I'm like, okay, we have officially crossed over into... I just can't be... I can't be a part of this. I feel guilty even watching. But also there's... um. Dr. Oz, who's just like a clown. <laughs> and uh, today I saw, oh, Mark Cuban, because we're all dying to know what Mark Cuban thinks, right? I know I am. <laughs> I don't know. I think it's time they start getting the porn stars out. Just pull totally, people that have absolutely nothing to do with it, like me. Like, you know, pull, get people that have absolutely no credentials, no inside knowledge, just conspiracy theorists, commentators, comedians, just totally, just random ass people. That's what I want, personally, because I think I've heard all the statistics. If I hear one more person making that hand gesture of the of, of flattening the curve, like, wow, that, how much did that g- fucking graph cost? the country millions we spent millions of dollars on that graph oh bless oh andrew cuomo he's totally like the zaddy of the century i tell you what if you look we welcome everybody here if you're a democrat republican trump lover i don't care personally i just don't care um but if you think trump's great and he's doing if you sincerely do think he's just a great leader just maybe catch one of andrew cuomo's daily press conferences and to me, in my opinion, that's what a real leader is. He's level-headed, respectable. He doesn't like lash out and insult the reporters. He knows people's names. He can. He has uh, instant recall of information. He's like, Bob, didn't you ask me that question last week? I'm like, damn. He really pays attention. He's, but he's also stern. Sounds like he's got a plan for New York. The numbers are going down in New York, so I'm like, so are we are we safe? Can we leave the house? I don't know. Who the hell knows what to think anymore? It's all just a big fucking mess. But um, I don't know. There are a lot of COVID-19 rock stars out there just doing the media tour. Um, they've got whole backgrounds set up for their Skype and Zoom interviews, and I, that's really primarily that's about half of what i judge them on just what they say is that's not as important or equally as important as what their background and their home looks like 
Lester Holt, my Lester, he's still doing the news every night. God bless him. And uh, what else, what are you guys watching? Is Are there any COVID-19 commentators that are just rocking your fucking world? Or are you just over it? Are you just over it and binging shit on Netflix like we talked about last episode? I'm moving that way. I was on a Mama's Family um, marathon last night and I really enjoyed that. Took my mind off of... Those were such simpler times. She is ugly. Okay, no, I'm not going to talk about this for that long because I know you get bored, okay? We can talk about Real Housewives of Atlanta, which had the finale on Sunday. I know I'm late. You know, I've, I've realized doing this now that there's like a race between podcasts. Not that I'm really competing with anybody <laughs> at this point. Um, if you're here, you're just like, you're the oddball. Um, but there's like a race to see who can recap it first. And give their comment. I'm like, I'm not doing that. I'm sorry. I'm not staying up till midnight to record how I felt about the housewives. More and more. And, and you know, I'm going to keep watching and obsessing over stupid pop culture shit, especially on Bravo, the shows. But like, I've opted out of a lot of things just in the wake of all this. I'm really being selective about what I watch. For instance, I am not watching Vanderpump Rules this season. I don't even, is it over? Is it still on? I keep seeing promos and stuff. I'm not interested. They brought on those new people and I totally lost interest. Like I was hanging on by a thread as it is. Not watching Vanderpump Rules. I might go back and watch the season once it's all said and done, but especially now knowing that there won't be a proper reunion probably, those were the fun parts anyway. So I didn't see a preview for Atlanta that saying that they were going to have a reunion. So I don't know if that's happening via Skype or what. Somebody tell me. Can we talk about Mama Joyce and her... In her lunchbox and the reason she's so angry and doesn't trust people that was my biggest takeaway from the finale to be honest mama joyce it feels like years since we've seen mama joyce i feel like she was punished or kicked off the show or something or candy sequestered her and was like mom you're you're not doing this anymore like she got so messy and involved i think candy was thinking damn is my mom coming for my peach Mama Joyce is amazing. I love her. I love a strong black mama. I love Mama D, Sister Patterson, um, Mama Joyce. Who else am I missing? There's somebody in, in the Trinity. No, there's more than three. I love a strong black mama. I just do. I love all mamas. And you know what? Even though I don't care for candy, I do respect her because she respects her mother. And her mom's fucking crazy. Mama Joyce is just off the rail. She's paranoid that Todd's going to take all Candy's money. She's real obsessed with and preoccupied with money. You can tell. And even and Candy knows it. But you know what? She still respects her mom and treats her well. And that's why I respect Candy. So I think the episode opened with Candy at Mama Joyce's kitchen counter. And Mama Joyce is like, she, her wig has improved, by the way. That's a nicer wig than she used to rock. And she looks like she's lost some weight, maybe toned up. She's looking really good. Hi, Candy. I made some chicken salad. You want some of my chicken salad, Candy? And that's a really bad Mama Joyce, but I tried. And Candy's like, sure, Mama. Um, and then Mama Joyce has this black lunchbox sitting on the counter that she clearly, she's got this all pre-planned. She's like, did I ever tell you about my lunchbox? And I'm like, oh my God, there's a gun in there, run! But no, I don't even remember the story. It was like, she didn't have a lunchbox at school and some girl stole her lunch money. And she's like, that's why I don't like Todd. And I'm like, wow, you really took the long way around. (sighs) I made this about Todd. I'm like, okay. 
I mean, she never misses the opportunity to shade the fuck out of Todd. And Todd, you better just, you don't have to kiss, bow down and kiss the ring or anything, but you better just be nice to Mama Joyce, okay? Just be nice to her. Why didn't you go say hello to her when she came to your restaurant with her name on it, Old Lady Gang, for uh, for lunch? That was just rude. Like Candy said, it costs nothing to say hello. Take the high road. You know, you guys are never going to be friends. She's always going to hate you. So just play nice. You know, a lot of this episode was about what do I hate? I say it all the time. Weddings and babies. And so the finale, of course, is about a baby. A big baby shower. It looks like a nightclub. It's like clearly not your um, normal baby shower, which I'm fine with. But uh, it's like it's got a spot, a liquor sponsor and a red carpet and like a weave, a hair show and everybody's an animal print and latex and the wig. I mean, it's just it's popping. So I didn't mind that much because there wasn't that much emphasis on the baby. Although I will say I know everybody else has told Candy she's got it cut off that relationship with the surrogate she's trying to get her to be a cashier old lady gang i'm like you better cut ties because it's gonna get weird real fast when uh it's just gonna get weird i see bad things happening okay candy cut the cord literally and figuratively like with that surrogate she's probably already like working at the factory i'm worried about it anyway so candy has two names for her baby that she's letting people vote on because I guess that's how we're choosing baby name. Why not? Do a Twitter poll. And the names were, what were they? Birkin and Blaze. Banana peel. I don't know what it was. Anyway, Blaze ended up winning and I was like, God, that is the worst. Why would you name your baby Blaze? Like, don't you just think of people lighting up joints and shit? Is, is that a marijuana term? I'm not a smoker. So it, it's awful. I hate it. You think Blaze is going to look good on a resume in 20 years? No. Think anybody's ever going to take Blaze Burris seriously? Oh, it's so bad. Oh, wait, Blaze Tucker Burris. Oh, come and get this, honey. So Portia was telling somebody, was it Nini, I guess, about how at last episode or the one before, I don't know when it was, Shamia was, when they were at that like women who had miscarriages luncheon or whatever it was, and Shamia was randomly there, and uh, Shamia was talking about how she, when she went into labor and then Kenya interrupted her and was like oh yeah, cause you called me when your water broke I don't know where Portia was, she was too busy for you, but I'm your real friend and Portia of course had you know, she didn't say anything in the moment cause that would have been hella obnoxious but she's telling Nini like that's not even I don't even think that's true like no she she knew it wasn't true she's like Shamia's water broke she went home and changed she called me the next day so basically Kenya just made that whole thing up which was really fucking weird like what a weird I mean that's bold to just make up a lie like that about somebody's birth story to their face in front of a group of people like way to go Kenya life twirls on so Nini's like, I know, I hate that bitch. And, and Portia's like, yeah, maybe you're right. Um, I like this more, though, because now that it's evening out more, it seems like Nini's definitely going to be back next season. And I want her back. I do. I've waffled on this issue, but I want her back. So towards the end of the party or when they're about ready to announce that awful baby name, Blaze, or bring the surrogate up and give her another yet another moment on the show. Big mistake. Um... 
Kenya and Nini are like, okay, girl. Like, they, they hate each other in real life, I'm sure. But I feel like they both want to go home at this point. They're like, we've been here for a couple hours, four whatever hours. It's time to go. So let's fight and get it over with and get the hell out of here. And since Marlo also has better things to be doing, she pulls up the her Google alert with uh, the article of where Kenya spoke to, was it TMZ, Liz? TMZ? Yeah. She t- talked to TMZ, gave an interview, and said Nini didn't have any friends and nobody likes her and da 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 And of course, that's like, well, we might as well argue about this. Let's bring it up while we're all sitting here. And Kenya's like, yeah, I said it. And so when her, her and Nini go back and forth, it wasn't a very interesting argument, to be honest. It just kind of feels, mm, well, let me get to that in a minute. So they're going back and forth, and then Shamia, I think, is standing behind Nini, and Kenya comes from around the other table behind Nini. Now, you don't walk behind somebody that you're having an altercation with, okay? Like, that's a good way to get ahead. I think Nini said that in her interview, and I agree 100%, and you know Kenya would also do that if Nini had walked behind her. Nini has always said there's two sets of rules, one for her and one for everybody else, and I'm starting to see her point. Um, So anyway... Kenya walks behind Nini, and then security gets involved, and it's just like, okay, we get it. That's the end of the season. You know what I don't like? There's zero resolution with Nini and Kenya. We didn't go, we're not any further along in their argument, their story, or lack thereof, at this point than we were episode one, I feel, unless I forgot. I think they just didn't know because Nini and Kenya hated each other at the finale last season. So here we are again. I guess it must be fate. We tried it on our own. Okay, anyway, I digress. I didn't think it was that interesting. Um, Again, rounding off another season with a baby. It just wasn't, you know, it wasn't the best, but this was an okay season. The Greece trip was really the highlight, I think. A lot of the rest of it was, I don't know, reactionary? There wasn't as much action as there was reaction. Does that make sense? You tell me what you think on DeGram. So, I have to say, at this point, it really looks like Beverly Hills is going to be the standout out of all these like um, that have aired recently, pre-corona. Is that what we're going to do? PC. Well, that's politically correct. Pre-corona filmed seasons because, you know, I just don't you feel like everything's going to be different in some significant way going forward. So these are going to be like the good old days. I feel like from now, starting now, going forward, and we've seen this a little bit in Jersey, uh, OC, all of them, really. They're going to drop that fourth wall even more, let us in. They're going to discuss being on the show, on the show. You see Denise do it in the preview for Beverly Hills upcoming this season when somebody starts talking about, I guess, her and Brandy fucking, and she starts saying, bravo, 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 so they won't use the footage. Of course they use it anyway, because they're not going to let that shit fly. They did the same thing with Teresa in Jersey, and I'm glad they're doing it. Because now if somebody calls you out on some shit, there's no get-out-of-jail-free card. And that's the way it should be. She is ugly! Oh my gosh, I forgot to mention. Did you guys happen to see yesterday that Missouri was the first state in the union to uh, individually or personally file a lawsuit against China? (laughs) We are just bold as hell, aren't we? 
Right here in the middle of the country, relatively low numbers compared to like New York, clearly. But I mean, that just sums up the Missouri state of mind and attitude, St. Louis especially, North County especially. Well, what? Uh, that just sums us up so perfectly. Like, the pandemic has been terrible for Missouri. <laughs> like, most people haven't even heard of the state, couldn't point to it on a map. And yet we are just injecting ourselves. We're cutting straight to the front of the line. We're like, excuse me. Um, what about us? I know you're going through a crisis and all, but... <clears throat> I need you to throw some dollars over here. Lawsuit, litigious. That is so St. Louis. I mean, I wonder if it's, um, what are our local law firms? Brown and Brown and Brown and Crouppen, you know, the the personal injury attorneys that they do. They play during Judge Judy. Have you been injured by COVID-19? Call Brown and Brown. I shouldn't even say that. They're going to sue me. Shit. Here I am talking about how sue happy everybody is. I'm making fun of the lawyers. That is not a good idea. Yeah, but Missouri Missouri wanted to, um, told China they were going to sue them. I don't even know how that works internationally. And this morning, China just wrote back, LOL. <laughs> we're so ridiculous. Let me put it in terms you can understand better. Missouri and St. Louis especially are the Heather DeBrow of the United States. Like, there could be anything else in the world could be going on around us. We're oblivious. And then we're like, China broke the bow off our cake and ate it. Oh, I miss Heather so much. So is When the hell is Beverly Hills even come on? Is that today? It's Wednesday. I'm so lost. Okay, I'm wrapping it up here because I'm out of shit to talk about. I got to recharge my bravo battery tonight and uh i can't talk about shaz it's too it's just terrible so i'm gonna see when beverly hills come on and i'll be back to talk about that shit you know i will love you please subscribe and leave me a five-star review and again tell your daddy i said hey welcome back to the broadcast favorite podcast